Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 97, recorded live on Tax Day 2009. That's April 15th, for those who don't know. Here are your hosts, the man who's gotta pay the man, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who's now working for the man, Andy Lowe. Hi. You're working for the man? I'm working for the man. I cannot stick it to the man because the man is now going to be giving me a paycheck. Well, you know what's really kind of funny? What? Is that I'm also working for the man. What? Well, yeah. School teacher, remember? Okay. School teacher works for the public schools. Holy crap, a balloon just flew by my window. Sorry, working for the public schools. Public schools provide, they, they get their money from the state and federal government. Public schools get their money from the state government? Yeah. I thought it was from the local government. There's a hel- oh, it's got to be. I don't suppose you can hear the helicopter. No, there's a helicopter. You have balloons and helicopters outside your window? Yeah, like three big blue balloons just flew past my window, and now, given how far north that is, that's got to be uh, the U of M Hospital's helicopter. <laughs> Dave, there are shiny objects outside your window. There are. I'm sorry, it's been a long day. I'm enjoying my spring break, though. How can it be a long day if you're on spring break? Because I've done homework all day. Okay. What? I have homework. It's it's the high school spring break, not the college's spring break. So you still have your college classes. Yeah. Well, I have the stuff due for my college classes. So I've been trying to get that taken care of all day, and it's all got my head. I've been learning about how to do what I need to do for my job. For those of you who um, don't know... I've gotten a job with the Census Bureau. It's going to be Doing... fun. We are updating the address list from 10 years ago. Oh, fun. Yep. So you're going door to door and knocking and saying, hi, are you such and such who lived here 10 years ago? No. Okay. We take the list and we have a list of addresses and we'll go around and if we see a house there and it's on the list, we'll update it. And we're also now taking GPS locations. Ooh. So now each house will... Like, they'll know within 10 feet where the house is. Yes. You're supposed to walk up to the front door, knock on it, tell the people, hey, we're just updating the address list, that's it, don't worry about it, take a GPS, and then moving on. Deleting cool. streets that no longer exist, adding streets that have been built in the last 10 years. <laughs> for the entire, well, for like our half of the county. The right. Western half. So, fun times. I'm the youngest person there by probably 10, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So not quite what you thought you'd be doing, but it's a job. (laughs) It is a job. Which is more than can be said for like 15% of Michigan. Yep. At least, because those are the ones who are still looking for jobs. It's actually not bad. $13.75 an hour plus 55 cents a mile. Cool. And I'm going to be driving all over the... A lot of miles. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So let's see, about 20 miles per gallon. Yeah, I'll do the math later. It's going to be nice. <laughs> Andy's getting a big check. At I got my pay stub from uh, the direct deposit from substitute teaching. Oh? Oh, man, that's that's pretty nice. <laughs> it was $75 a day. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's really not. It, it's not going to be like a full-time career, but 75 bucks a day for... Like six, seven hours? Hmm. It's not too bad. Nope. What do you need to be a substitute teacher? To breathe. Really? And that's negotiable? Oh my. Uh, you, you're supposed to need 90 credit hours at a four-year institution. Well, I got that. Then go to www.subpass.com and sign up. Hmm. You can go and substitute teach. At least I assume for you guys it's subpass. It's this kind of middleman that takes care of most of Michigan, at least southeast Michigan substitutes. It's called PESG. Professional Professional Education Education Services Group. Hmm. And yeah, it looks like they have you guys too. Checking my district, Kalamazoo. Yeah, they have Kalamazoo. Wait, do they have Portage? They have Portage. The Portage School District. 
I don't see it on the list. You went to Michigan Kalamazoo? Yeah. And it says school districts? Oh, Kalamazoo. The middle one. There it is. Check. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you should uh, enroll and be a substitute. It will corrupt the minds of the future. Bend them till my way. No, not really. You'll end up following the teacher's lesson plans, which will more often than not say, put in this video. Yeah. That that could work. <laughs> Might be something worth looking into. Mm-hmm. I've got the oddest resume possible. <laughs> worked at NPR, worked for the Census Bureau. Worked at a bar, worked at a bar. Worked I at forgot Victoria about that. Myers. Inventory at Target. Best Buy. Best Buy, Circuit City. Man, you've worked a ton of jobs. Yeah. I've worked four now, and like two of them are kind of the same. Wait, what do you mean two of them are kind of the same? Are you talking about the two different jobs at ZapZone, quote-unquote? No, no, no. I'm counting ZapZone as one job, period. That's one job. Uh, And then substitute teaching. Okay. And then... Being an independent contractor at WCC to do the photography. Okay. And then I actually just uh, gave someone lessons on digital photography, private lessons. So those two are kind of the same. Although I guess I could call them different and just put that last one in the category of tutor. So Zapzone, substitute teacher, independent contractor, and tutor? Tutor. Four jobs. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Dave, do you have your taxes done? Uh, yeah, I signed them today. Oh. Did mine a while ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't do my own, so... Well, yeah, because you've got a bunch of 1099 stuff, don't you? I assume so. <laughs> you assume so? Yeah. I really don't know, so, uh, yeah. Huh. I put it this way, if my father were to, God forbid, pass away tomorrow, uh, I would immediately be going and hiring an accountant, because I don't know my own tax stuff. Gotcha. I use TurboTax. Nice. I think that's what my dad uses, too. It's pretty straightforward. Ask you questions, you fill out answers. Yeah. Evidently, there was an error in my taxes at one point, though. He, he, like, mistyped something or didn't check something. And for a minute there, I owed the government $19,000. Yeah, that happened to me at one point with some of the, the Met stuff. Mm-hmm. That was all confusing. You're like, wait a minute. That's, that's, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I do not owe the government $19,000. No, not at all. I wonder what the new tax code is going to be. I don't know. Obama said he wanted to make it nicer yeah. and simpler. Yeah. I'm kind of curious as to how he's planning on doing that. Because the simpler you make it, the more loopholes people can find. Well, actually, the more complex Oh, that's you not make true. Yeah, the more complex is usually the more loopholes. And the simpler you say, everyone pays this much. Done. Aren't many loopholes. You know, I always had an idea for a tax. Hmm. Put a tax there that's only purpose is to pay down the national debt. The national debt tax? Yeah. See, but it, it's... I mean, all taxes are to pay down the national debt. You're just earmarking the money saying you cannot spend this at all, ever, period. Yeah. Some politician's going to want the money. Right. Because it would just be a pile of money that kept would keep on growing and someone well, would later. Well, it would because it would be going to pay off the national debt. Yeah. God. Well, think about it. Even if every American donated a dollar every year, you would still wouldn't even get anywhere near paying off the national debt. Right. That's called taxes, Andy. It's not so much a voluntary donation, though. <laughs> God, I remember talking about the national debt for a long time, and now people are like, ooh, look at the national debt. Well, yes, look at it. It's been huge for a very, very long time. <laughs> All right, enough enough of this. It's been huge, but the, the real problem is that it's been growing yes. faster and faster and faster. You know what we need? To start doing the topics? Yes. But I was going to say, we, we well, forget it. We'll just go with the topics. 
Okay. Okay. We've got a lot of topics since um. Nevin. It's been two weeks. Yeah. How was the month of April, Andy? <laughs> it's been good so far. Yeah, we're almost through it. We're we're halfway through it. Yeah. Halfway through this, and then we have all of next month, and then the big day. Mm-hmm. i got to figure out what we're going to do, because I'm going to be gone for a week. Oh, darn. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 I guess it would be kind of mean to do, like, a Skype podcast from the honeymoon. I don't think yeah, Kate no. would be too happy. Not going to touch. Not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Okay. Um, I don't know. We, we had talked about having, like, guest speakers on. Seven ninety eight ninety nine. A hundred. We'll hit a hundred before the wedding, Andy. I'm thinking a hundred and five. God, a hundred episodes. We've been at this for a while. <laughs> now is not the time to get nostalgic, though. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so what are we going to talk about first? Let's just try and run down the list. See how this goes. Okay. First thing on VLC. the list. VLC. What? VLC. Is that the first thing? No. Yeah. No. It's the first thing I opened up. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go with that since it's already on the table. Fine. VLC. The really, really nice media player. Mm-hmm. The one I used after Media Player Classic croaked on my machine. The one, I that, I, the, the one that I already turned to off the bat now. Mm-hmm. I uninstall Windows Media Player. Nice. And install VLC every time I reformat my computer. How often do you reformat your computer, Andy? Remember every, like, six months or so? I kind of forgot that, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sad. Uh, sorry. Yes, so VLC, you use it a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, it's my default player. I still have Windows Media Player, but VLC is my default. VLC can play most things that Windows Media Player can touch. Yep. I know. So I don't even have it on my thing anymore. But it's it's a great little media player that can do a whole bunch of stuff. It's got mm-hmm. most, basically all the codecs that are out there installed already. Yep. You can set it up to deal with multiple screens, whole nine yards. Well, in the new version, you can. Yes. Which is why I like it, because... For the longest time, you always had to have the media player only on one screen. You couldn't put it off to a second screen. Now, if you got dual monitors... You can shove it on the other screen. Mm -hmm. See, but I did put it on other screens. What you can do now is I think you can maximize it and have it take up more than one screen. Oh! Well, never mind. So, you know, if you have a bank of computers, of monitors, you could put it up on, like, three different screens, and it would be over all of them. By the way, Kate is calling you out saying you haven't had a dual monitor set up since 2005. Kate? <laughs> it's okay. I have uh, two monitors sitting here in addition to my laptop. Neither of them are plugged in or anything. <laughs> I've got them. So Andy. anyway. Sorry, I was in I the middle of giving something. a stare to Kate. Okay. Well, it's better than staring at your bookshelf. <laughs> yes, it is. Much better than staring at my bookshelf. So the FCC and Skype. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, I don't know what that would be, Tuesday two weeks ago, or um, March 30th, yeah, right around then. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Skype on the iPhone. And um, you basically you could use it to make free calls on your iPhone because you'd be using part of the data plan rather than the... Um, your cell phone minutes. Right. But it was only to, to Skype and not to, like, landlines, wasn't yeah. it? And it also only worked via Wi-Fi and not the 3G network. Okay. But still, um, uh, they, they basically say that that version is... Um, the FCC was called to investigate Skype on the iPhone because of the fact that it was only working on Wi-Fi and not on the 3G network. Mm. So is the whole non-competitive thing? Yes, because of AT&T saying that you... uh, Right. And AT&T has claimed that Skype is a competitor just like Verizon or Sprint or T-Mobile. Yeah, that that would kind of file it under the non-competitive stuff. But do you really see... As an unfair advantage. Do you really see Skype as a competitor 
to cell phone carriers? Yes. Really? How so? Uh, well, look at it this way, Andy. If you on your BlackBerry had the Skype application, yes, and it could use the data plan and call landlines, Skype, cell phones, anything on your data plan and not your minutes, would you ever make a phone call with minutes? Good point. I wouldn't use the minutes. Right. And where do the phone companies make their money? On the plans. On the plans. And now, if everyone's messages. using plans with and text, yeah, definitely on text messages. But if everyone's using a data plan and not buying minutes, what's going to happen? Uh, cell phone carriers are going to get angry. Right. So, yes, Skype is a competitor with AT and T, Verizon, T Mobile. Now they're not on the same playing field. No. Or on the same level, but they are a competitor. It's a product that has a similar service as the one AT&T provides. Oh, there is something I, I... Damn it. Now that I think about that, I could have added that. Added what? eBay is going to spin off Skype. Really? Yep. Yeah, because I never thought eBay and Skype was a good match anywhere. Yeah, most people didn't. Uh, here's the article. It's on Gizmodo via CNET. So I'll post the CNET. All right. Uh, da, da, da. I'll send it to Andy so you don't have to refresh the page. No, I just sent, just post it. All right, posted. I hope it's the right one. Yep. So you will soon be able to buy stock in Skype. I don't know why you would, but that's... Well, it's a pretty damn good product, actually. All right, next topic. Okay. The FBI. Yes. Um, okay, so when this story first came out, nobody actually knew what the FBI was doing. But on, uh, what, January 26th, uh, is it 26th? What story are you referring to, Andy? The FBI uses sword, not scalpel. Right. What, what are you, what story are you referring to, though? Um, where it is. I'm trying to read my... They edited their story, dang it. Um, Alright, so FBI went and basically served a warrant on a data center and took basically everything. Why? Because, originally people thought it was because the... uh, Wolverine movie got leaked onto BitTorrent. But actually, it was because the FBI raid was about a VoIP scam. Mm. But So your whole article kind of failed well, in its... No, because everybody thought it was about... I didn't think it was about Wolverine. I'm just pointing out the fact that the FBI raided a data center and then took basically everything. Yeah. So 50 companies who had absolutely nothing to do with this VoIP scam... Mm-hmm got their servers taken. Mm-hmm. If we were there, Ari Podcast would be down because the FBI stole... FBI, the FBI well, took our servers. Steal, but yes, they, they would have taken all the servers. It sucks. But that... It's one of the risks of doing shared servers. <laughs> that the... Um, Andy, if a tornado hit it... Yeah, they would all be gone. They'd all be down, right? But if the FBI raids a server, it just seems kind of scary that they could just go in and go, oh, we'll take that and that and that, things that don't even have anything to do with what they're actually there for. Yeah, but can you look at a server and tell me what's on it? No. Can you look at a server and tell me what's gone through it? No. Right. Okay, good point. Did they really have a choice on whether or not to take selected servers or just take all of them? Not really. No. Does it suck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that would be terrible. Mm-hmm. That said, I could use another week. That would have been kind of nice. Just kidding. Dave, I'm shaking my head at you right now. I Honestly, I enjoy doing this, Andy. Very much so. All right. 
Verizon. Uh, yep. The basically the winner of the seven hundred megahertz um auction. Oh, yeah. From the FCC. Mm-hmm. They're going to be introducing wireless internet to rural America. Sweet. Does that include your parents? I don't know. My parents are a weird case because they're not rural and they're not urban. No. They're sort of suburban, but not really. No. Um, Because they live on an acre, but they're kitty corner to a corn farm. Most of the people who live by them are farmers. No, they are not kitty corner to a corn farm. Well, I know where your parents live. They're street. They are, they are a, a, a good quarter mile away from a corn farm. They're not a quarter of The fairgrounds across the street, mm-hmm. across Selena and Arbor Road, mm-hmm. is a field of corn. The fairgrounds? Yeah. They don't do any farming at the fairgrounds anymore, no, no. though. Across the street. Across the street from the fairgrounds. Yeah, across Selena and Arbor Road. Do you know how yeah. fairgrounds are on the east side? On the west yeah. side. All right, hang on. So t- talk more about this Verizon Fast Wireless. Are you going to be looking at Google Maps? Uh, yes. All right. Um, they plan on to roll out high-speed mobile devices in- across the entire country including places where they don't even offer the current cell phone service. And they plan on starting to introduce the new network next year at 2010, which is kind of good because only 38% of rural American homes have access to broadband, which is sad compared to 57% for the cities and 60% for the suburbs. And so it, this is basically what's going to be happening to the 700 megahertz spectrum once the TV channels finally completely switch over now in a couple of months. God, I can't believe they still haven't switched over yet. When's the, the new, like, June 12th. Done, done, done date? June 12th? Yes. Okay. Let's see. That should be Ann Arbor Selene, isn't it? Where are my road labels? <laughs> Roads. There we go. Well, that makes things a little easier. I'm going to find this before you. Well, I could just type in Surrey. Satellite. Satellite. There we go. Link it. Okay, that cornfield. Yeah, do you see the cornfield there? And do you also see the cornfield over on the other side of Selene and Arbor, more towards Surrey? Where Meadow Lane is, and well, I know about Meadow, Meadow Court. Lane, okay, so the closest, absolute closest, your parents' house is to the cornfield. Yes, is a tenth of a mile. Okay, that's on a straight line. All right, Dave, I want you to zoom out. Mm-hmm. And tell me how many farm fields do you see west of my parents? A lot. <laughs> About how many miles of cornfields, or fields in general, would you say? Uh, you know, I, I probably couldn't. <laughs> that said, Andy, uh, go over to Warner Creek. All right. And tell me how many farms you see around it. Oh, good point. That is a very good point. I am. My parents, rather, are a quarter mile away from the nearest cornfield. <laughs> So, we didn't really grow up in a suburb. We kind of grew up on the fringe. Yep. <laughs> you kidding? I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but you You had were a, at least close to Celine. You had a subdivision surrounding you. Yeah, but you were at least close to Celine. Until they built the Burger King, there was nothing near me. As it stands, there is a Burger King. That is all. I am three miles away from anything. I am seven miles away from anything. Really? Are you, I thought you were closer to... Oh, you're over by 23, aren't you? Yeah. You're close to a prison. Yes, I, I am close to the state correctional facility. That's something. Right. Yeah, would, would you really want... If you're next to a prison, would you really want that to be close to everything else? No, I mean, that's one of the reasons it's... <laughs> I heart Kate. <laughs> one of these days, Kate. One of these days. Isn't your parents' house further away from everything? <laughs> yes. 
<sighs> oh dear. All right, wind okay, turbines so, of the future. Hmm. Wind turbines of the future. Oh, sorry. Wind turbines the future. Of the future. Question. Is there a question mark? Yes, there is. Okay. So this is an analyst talking. Well, this was a, a study um, that says wind turbines off the U.S. coastlines could potentially supply more than enough electricity to meet the entire nation's current demand. So says the Interior Department. So the government Say that says. Again? The government says that wind turbines off U.S. coastlines could potentially supply more than enough power to meet the entire nation's current demand. Yes, but wouldn't that require us to line the coastline with wind turbines? <laughs> they say, like, yes, if you use all the coastline, you can have enough power to power the U.S. That's true. And if we built a solar panel the size of Arizona and New Mexico, we could power the entire U.S. Well, it doesn't say how many I right. would need. Right. It's it's best not to put too much into these reports. God. And their executive summaries are in PDF files. Yeah, besides, you think about it, you put all the wind turbines next to the coast, and there's even a tiny tidal wave. <laughs> there goes half the power of the U.S. Hmm, this strikes me as an incredibly bad idea. Well, yeah, well, you put a nuclear... Well, no, there's our places you could probably put a... There's a nuclear reactor 40 miles away from here, Andy. I think there's one even closer to you. I'm not sure. Uh, well, there's... In Michigan, there's the Cook, the Fermi, and the Palisades. And Fermi is the one near Detroit. Yes. I actually know somebody who... I'm not sure if she's still working at Fermi or not. Do you know where South Haven is? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Wikipedia. South Haven. Oh, that's off the West Coast. Close to you? Um, or much further north? It's gonna. looks like it's north. That's no, pretty close to you. It's off of 31, which is right on it's the coast. It's in Van Buren County. Oh, I'm trying to zoom out. Google, work faster. Use Google Earth. I don't have Google Earth on here. Google Earth seems pointless to me. Google Maps does most of... Oh, that is close. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Well, let's, let me just plug in my address here. Foxville. Da, 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 da. And the other one, the Cook plant, is in Bridgman, Michigan, which is to the south of you. It's 60 miles if I take the highway and 40 miles if I take the Michigan streets. So there you go. I live 40 miles away from a nuclear power plant. Yep, and probably not too much further from the other one, from the Bridgman plant, the Cook Energy plant. Well, I don't know where that is. Uh, it's down closer to the, the border, the state border. Hmm. But it's down 31, maybe? I don't know. What road is that? Oh, it's down 94. It's After 94? 94 for us, it, well, it's right off 94. The city is. The plant's not. Oh. Well, maybe not even that, because that's their P.O. box. Hmm. Cook Nuclear Plant. Who knew? Okay. All right, Dave. Quick quiz. Who's got better high-speed internet, U.S. or Japan? Japan. Thank well, you. Depends what you mean by better. More options, faster speeds? More options, it's... I don't know, actually. Faster speeds, probably Japan. Better yeah. penetration, probably Japan. Actually, by just about any measure, probably Japan. Okay. Here's a tip. Um, fastest consumer broadband in the world is probably the 160 megabit per second service offered by JCOM, the largest cable company in Japan. Mm. 160 megabit per second. Jesus. So it's 20 megabytes a second? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's... I want. <laughs> Man, could you imagine the WoW connection with that? <laughs> you could have... Well, you would also need all your stuff. Yeah, but your lag would be 
nil. Right. Well, your latency would be nil. Yeah. You could still have graphics lag. Yeah. How much did the company, Jcom, have to invest to upgrade its network to provide that speed? Mm. $20 per home. Why so little? I I don't know. Especially since Verizon. They're just quoting some other people there. Um, Verizon is spending on average $817 per home to do the Fios, wire, uh, Fios fiber optic network. How are they doing it so much cheaper there? Um, well, okay, so, so my, okay, I'm reading down farther on here. It says, his quote was on the low side. Most systems can be upgraded for no more than $100 per home, including a new modem. Okay. How, how are they doing it so cheap there? It's basically competition or the lack thereof. Jesus. There's less competition in the United States, so there's no point for the people to upgrade their systems any faster because they're the only game in town. Sons of bitches. If you're already making money... Why do extra work? Yeah. Oh, that 160 megabits per second service? 60 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. 60 bucks a month for 160 megabits per second. Bastards. Okay. That is... That's pretty... <laughs> so... GM and Segway. Yeah. Not your average cross-class company join. Segway. Thing. Yeah. yeah, something. Yeah. We talk about Segways a lot, just not this kind of Segway. <laughs> you talk about Segways when you make jokes of people falling off them. Well, I mean, we talk about segues when we're talking about transitions. Oh, oh, yeah. This time we're talking about... We're talking about actual segue, like the product and the company. And the... What what do they name it? Personal Urban Mobility and Accessibility. The Puma Mobility Pod, which I'd like to point out is a redundant name. Because it stands for the Personal Urban Mobility and Accessibility Mobility Pod. Wait, wait, that's another M. That's That doesn't make any sense. Fumam. That's kind of like an ATM machine. Yep. Or the CAT test, or the SAT test, or the ACT test. Yeah, I can't think of any more. I'm sure there are many. Anyways, though. So, uh, basically all this is, is just like a segue that you can sit down in. Well, technically that two people can sit down in. Yeah. Made is this by gonna GM. Revolutionize the transportation No more than industry? the Segway did. Yeah. It's pretty cool, but it's not going to change anything. It's not going to catch on. No. 35 miles per hour and can run 35 miles on a single charge. So it's good for an hour of drive time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not going to... I mean, like... Let's see, an hour of drive time... I could go from here to Brian's to Laura's and back home. I don't think I could do that in an hour at 35 miles per hour. Probably not, especially since all the people are going to be passing you. Mm-hmm. Since the speed limits around you are 45, well, yep. once you get out of town. So, yeah. <laughs> By the way, are any of these pictures real, or are these all just rendered photographs? No, all the pictures are real. All of them? Yeah. Okay. They took the thing to New York City, and they had all the, the media people driving them around while yeah. riding with them. That's, wow. Okay. Yeah. Next, because we, we really should kind of, we got a lot of topics to cover. Uh, Sony, I think, is trying to... Uh, finally put feature films on YouTube. Yay. Weren't they talking about that like a year ago? And two years ago. Okay. So are we really expecting much out of this or is this vaporware? I I don't know. Once again, it's basically that Hulu versus YouTube Yeah, debate. Hulu's going to win as far as like mainstream Well, Hulu has quote-unquote movies on their site, but yeah. have you actually looked at the movies that are on their site? Yes. 
Have Dude, you? Yes. There's... Recently? Yes. I really don't want to watch Anastasia. Watch the live stream of Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince trailer. Oh, interesting. Have you have you uh, gone to Crackle, though? No. Oh, um... What's on Crackle? Basically, it's Sony's, um... Sony's Hulu? Basically, yeah. There, There's some good movies in here. Like, you could watch Groundhog Day, Ghostbusters, Stripes. Ooh. That's good to know. What's the... Uh, C-R-A-C-L-E? C-R-A-C-K-L-E. C-K-L-E, that's what I meant. Like, Snap, Crackle, Pop. Yeah. Cool. Angels and Demons, which isn't out yet. No. You can watch all the episodes of Rescue Me, a bunch of Sony stuff. Okay. So there's there's another one that most people don't know about, but I'm... Yeah. I, I have a feeling Hulu, just by the, the force behind it, the NBC and News Corps, it's going to win. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. YouTube, though, is going to be still home of YouTube the... YouTube will be there, and it'll be the amateur and the home, and that's yeah. fine. But Hulu is going to win. That's my personal view. I won't bet on it, but it's it's pretty certain. To me, at least. So, Duke Nukem... What? ...is still not out. Uh-huh. But now, T-Mobile says they're going to use Google's Android platform for more <laughs> than just cell phones. <laughs> Supposedly, in the works is a Android tablet. Mm-hmm. There was an Android a lot of stuff in the works, Sandy. There was a, an Asian company, I, I'm, I sadly don't remember which one, that was looking at Android on all sorts of devices. Everything from printers to televisions to uh, the little photo frames. All of them with Android. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a um. It's gonna be like that Verizon hub that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But there are talks about Android laptops. God. iTunes raised their prices and are feeling the effect of supply and demand and price reflected upon them. Well, they raised their prices and quote unquote lowered their prices. Quote unquote. <laughs> but as the most people are finding out, trying to find the cheap ones that are not. Listed as their, um, basically the the advertised cheap ones. They're hard to find. impossible. Yeah. yeah, that this is just like an undercover price gouging. <laughs> I like how really? even some of the older songs are actually more expensive now. Yeah, really. Did did people honestly expect this to be fair, given the company that's doing it? Probably not. I mean, really? Are people that surprised? I'm. I'm honestly not. Okay. But it's so, basically yeah. the lower prices have kind of gone out there because I know Amazon's got lower prices, and I think Walmart's planning on dropping their prices for their MP3s. Mm-hmm. iTunes sells so many more though. I know. Than either Amazon or Walmart online. <laughs> but they have noticed in the last couple weeks a significant drop in sales because it has passed that mental uh one dollar point yeah because it's a dollar 29 now that makes you think a little bit people are going to be far more willing to buy uh what would it be like six 99 cent songs than five dollar 29 songs is that the right number no that's not the right number of uh, $3.29 songs should be put it under it. Oops. $4.29 $4. songs. Equals what, like 5 bucks, 5.20, something like that? 5.16. Okay. So 5.99 net cent songs and $4.29-ish. Yeah. Well, people are going to be. I'll I'll tell you, you're going to find more people willing to buy six ninety nine cent songs and pay more than people willing to buy four dollar twenty nine songs. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. I just and didn't do I, the math. I I think that's right. And iTunes is seeing that now. 
Which is sad, sad, sad. Oops. <laughs> All right. We quality. What Wii is. Games yes. E, well, as far as quality or. All right. Like visual quality or just the the rating e, of the game or. Um, like the Metacritic. These, the magazine Edge. Mm hmm. Um, took the review scores of basically all the games released on the Wii from launch through 2008. Mm-hmm. Only 4% of the Wii games, 12 of them total, have over an 85% uh, score on Metacritic. Ouch. Only 12 has over an 85%. Or, yeah. So Wii games suck. 155, or 54% of the Wii games, have been rated below 65%. Yep. Wii games suck. Yeah. But they sell like hotcakes. But they're... Oi. Andy? I know. Spider-Man 3. I know. We kept on seeing that come over more and more, and it's like, why? The game's bad. Why yep. are people still buying it? Andy? Madden. Of course, I really can't say that since I've got NCAA 2007 sitting here. You should get the new one. 2009? Well, 2008 at least, so you can at least try out the Statue of Liberty. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for 2010 to come out, and then I'll go and pick up 2009. <laughs> I figure that's good. Like, every two years, buy the one that's a year old. Just stick behind. The games are actually pretty cheap if you just decide to stay behind the curve a little bit. Right. Especially games that have annual releases like Madden or NCAA. Uh, it's, it, that's just horrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the tiered pricing now for Time Warner. Yes. And gamers with jobs basically decided to see how much um, they would be using up of different tiered plans. Mm -hmm. They bought Witcher off of Stardock. Stardock, we know, from Michigan Company. 13 gigabyte download. She bought Psychonauts off of GameTap. That was 3.78 gigabytes. Yeah, these are kind of blowing the caps out of water. Uh, picked up Peggle, that was 0.1. I mean, uh, if you think about just Orange Box, how many gigabytes is that? That's a lot. Right, that's Portal, Half-Life, Counter-Strike, Team Fortress. Mm-hmm. And Episode 1 and Episode 2. That's a lot. Think Ouch. about it, even, even if you've got Netflix on your 360... According to Business Week, streaming an HD movie eats up, on average, 8 gigabytes a pop. Ouch. So the cap is a little low. Yeah. It, which, they always say, oh, there's 90% no of our people aren't, yeah. Yeah, that said, the 250 gigabyte cap that we talked about, that would still be kind of hard to reach. Yes. That was the one that Comcast was doing. Now the 40 gigabytes... 40 gigabytes that I could see reaching that. 250 is a lot. Yeah. which Even is, even now. It's actually why the... Um, now, in a year, 250 will seem like nothing. Yeah, but 250, 250 in a month would be still hard to get to, but... No, I mean, in a year, 250 a month will be nothing. Oh. I think it meant over a year. No, over... Oh, God. <laughs> Andy, over a year, 12 months... Yeah, you're right. But you're right. In a year, well, that depends on if our lumbering cable industry actually decides to... Move. Yeah. We'll see. Because you're going to get to that point where we can't do much with what we're given. We're going to be hitting our heads against the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is not good. Yeah. And uh, speaking of bandwidth... All right. And uses of bandwidth. Okay. Piracy. <laughs> Pirate Bay. Oh, the um, ruling should be coming down Friday. Yes, I heard that actually. 
they're going to be like streaming it live. <laughs> Uh, Mark Wilson, who I believe is an editor on Gizmodo. Okay. Or at the very least, yeah, he's, he's an associate editor on Gizmodo. Wrote up a piratical code of conduct for BitTorrent. <laughs> which is just kind of like the rules of, uh, etiquette for piracy. Some of them are actually really good. Every man uh, shall upload half of what he downloads. Yeah. I do one and a half. I, I try yeah, I try to seed at least to one. And if I don't, I seed something else way up. Uh T V is to be downloaded, like I said, if you're not a Nielsen family, it doesn't matter if you're yep. watching it on the T V or if you're watching it through on Now that's getting less and less true with things like Hulu. Wait, okay, so things like Hulu and I know our TiVo sells some of the information. To back to the TV stations, because mm-hmm. that's how they get. That's how Nielsen gets the time shifting information. Right. Um, uh, he does say, "Don't do movies uh, unless you go and buy them. Don't do them. You can go ahead and steal music, but you have to support the band by going to their concerts, buying T-shirts, stuff like that. This does not mean buy their shirts at Hot Topic. They see probably very little of that." Uh, you should always buy an indie label so that you can support them. Download Photoshop. I like this one. <laughs> he wouldn't, he be, wouldn't a pirate. be a pirate if he didn't download Photoshop. But if you're doing it for the office or if you're doing it to make a profit, pay them. Well, yeah, that's that's the that's why I think Adobe really doesn't. This is what most people have said. This people who are in like the effects business and the I've heard this from multiple people in the TV and stuff. It's sure go ahead and download it, get your bust your chops. But if you're going to start doing it for a profit, then we'll come after you. Yeah, it's like okay, Adobe is like so everybody's using our product, and they know care. nobody wants to be the guy getting caught right. with an illegal copy of Photoshop. So once you're actually going to be making money, everybody goes legit. I wonder if we should try and get one of the Knoll brothers on as a guest. I'd feel kind of bad. I'd be like, here's my check for $600. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, pornography is out there. Pornography can keep a man company at sea, but always avoid that dealing with husbandry. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend sharing is okay. Assuming. As in, you can put on video. You can put videos of your girlfriend up as long as she knows you're doing it and is okay with it. Uh, J.K. Rowling, go ahead and download it. But yeah. uh, other books, you wanna you wanna buy them. Yeah. Evidently, not a man who is a fan of Harry Potter. <laughs> well, there there are some points where it's honestly like you can't find the book anywhere. That's like the problem Google's having with their. Um, the book their, search? Yeah, the book search that they want to put all these public domain books. Did you hear – I heard like the coolest thing about that, about Google's book search and their, their book scanning thing, not to drag you off topic or anything. No. But when you scan a book, you have to deal with the binding, yes? So the way that they're dealing with this, the newest way that they've come up with – because you could just cut off the binding. That always works. But yeah. then you've destroyed the book. What they're doing is taking an infrared picture of the book as well as the scan. And then they're using mapping software to generate like a 3D image of the book and filter out the distortion. You know it would be really easy? Mm. A whole lot easier? Mm. A table saw and you cut off the binding. That's yeah, but so that much destroys easier. the book, Andy. Okay, so you sacrifice one. No. But Andy, think about some of the books that they're scanning, like at the U of M libraries. Oh, where they undertook that a couple of years ago. You're right. Where they're going through and scanning every book in the U of M libraries, including like you know first edition, never been reprinted books. Table saw would be a bad idea. <laughs> You're right. People, people would go after you with pitchforks. Pitchforks. 
and rulers, because it would be the librarians. <laughs> I'm sorry, media specialists. That's what I need to call them now, is media specialists. Right, so we'll write, not a media specialist. Yeah, well, there's two more articles, but we can skip them. What? Oh, sorry, I did that. Okay, uh, what was the article? Downloading a virus, you let people know that, hey, there's a virus. Uh, and then article eight is, if you like it and you can do it, buy it. Yeah. Which works for me. I like this. <laughs> All right. We'll write. Not a pirate. Yar? No. Captain Yar? No. Oh. Say, Will Wright is not a pirate. No, he's not. No, well, you, he, he could be. <laughs> we actually don't know. We'll just assume he's not a pirate. It'd be really funny if, like, all the big developers just kept stealing each other's work. Reverse engineering? Like, no, not even. It was just a giant joke to them that, like, they all just borrowed, like, downloaded each other's games. Maybe. But okay, so, so will write. Yeah, Sim Axis games got EA. bought by EA. Yes. So basically, EA owned SimCity, The Sims, Spore now, Sim Earth, Sim Plant, yeah. Sim anything. Actually, I don't think there ever was a Sim Plant. No. That'd be pretty. There cool. was a Sim Earth. There was a Sim Earth. There was a Sim Ant. Yes. As sim close Tower. To plant. Sim Farm. Sim. You know what would have been a good sim? What? Sim Tavern. Sim Tavern? Sim Pub. (laughs) I think that would have been a fantastic Sims game. Let's see. uh, Sim Copter. Sim Sim Town. Uh, Sim City 2000. Sim City 3. Sim City 4. Well... SimCity 3000, SimCity 4, SimCity DS, SimCity Societies, uh, SimLife, SimFarm, SimIsle, I remember that one, Mm -hmm. SimGolf. Anyways, Will Wright, creator of all this. SimCoaster, too. Andy. (laughs) Sorry. Focus. All right. What about Will Wright? Will Wright has left EA. What? Yeah, he he packed up and said goodbye. He's going to be going now to the Stupid Fun Club, oh, okay. which is a, a group he's worked with on and off for a couple of years. So, but it's not a game development house, it says. No, it's it's kind of actually like a toy and video development house. Bizarre robot-based short films and hidden camera experiments in the past. Yeah, so we don't know what he's going to do there. But he's there. <laughs> yeah, but EA and Wright both have an equal financial stake in Stupid Fun Club, and EA will have first-look publishing rights for any games it might produce. Yep, which I'm sure was part of his uh, severance terms. Probably. Saying, like, no, we're not letting you out of your contract so that you can go and make games for someone else. All right, E3, which is making its resurgence, Mm -hmm. the phoenix of conventions. Uh, It was announced that Video Games Live, the concert Andy and I saw quite recently, will be performing at the end of E3. Going out with... part of the closing ceremonies. Going out with a bang. Yeah. I really, it, it's a good concert. If you're in the area, if you're planning to go to E3, go to this concert. That should be fun. It's good. All right, last topic and then the random. Have you ever gotten this error, Andy? The E74? The E74 error. I have not, actually. I don't think, I've gotten like the, the can't find optical disk drive error. Yeah. Which sucks balls. Do, do you know but the I, secret of making your uh, your console red ring? Hmm. I don't remember exactly what it is. Remember, there's something about um, not putting your video card all the way. Or is it? Is you mean either, don't plug your, the AV in all the way? Yeah, yeah, that won't get it to to actually red ring. That gets you four red lights. Well, no, but there's one you can put it in, but you don't 
get it in, put it all the way in so it snaps, it will still kick off the red ring air. Really? I, I've heard. Don't, know, don't know for sure. <laughs> we probably should ask Big Red. If, Big, if anybody would know, it'd be Big Red. It's Big Red. <laughs> oh, man. I never thought I'd have the day where I actually knew someone referred to as Big Red. <laughs> The big red fish. Anyways, uh, the E74 error is now officially covered by the same warranty as the three red rings. Woo! So you can now send your Xboxes in for repair three years later. When did the Xbox 360 originally come out? 2004. <laughs> Five? Two thousand. What could it be? Yeah, November 22nd, 2005. Oh, who's good? So actually, because it's based off the original uh, original purchase date. Most people are still covered. Yeah, but there actually are some people now that are not covered at all with the three-year service. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep, kind of sucks for them. Mm -hmm. All right, are we done? Oh, we've got the, the random topic. Okay. What is our random topic, Andy? Well, I, I rolled before the, um, the, the, the podcast. Yeah, okay. I, I rolled a six, and the, the, quest, the random topic was your favorite internet... Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. He rides across the nation, the thoroughbred of sin. He got the application that you just sent in. It needs evaluation, so let the games begin. A heinous crime, a show of force, a murder would be nice, of course. Bad horse, bad horse.